All human thought, all science, all religion is the holy direction of the vast parts. But someday we seem to get that associated knowledge or against such terrifying vistas of reality and of our fight with the stars rise back to plunge the world of revelation as flee from the deadly lights into the peace and safety of a new dark age. Although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 5 of Heartless in Loveland, written by Braden Fiveash, me, and published by Stars Are Right. This is an original homebrew scenario available for purchase on our drive through RPG catalogue. You can find it through our website, starsarewrite.com. We're going to be playing through the whole entire scenario, so spoilers up ahead. If you enjoy listening to it and decide to run it for your own gaming group, please share your experiences with us on our social media with the hashtag starsarewrite. And listen up, keepers and scenario writers. If you have a draft or an idea for a scenario that you would like to share with the world, but you need some extra help bringing it to life, then get in touch with us. We help with editing, polishing, illustration, formatting and publishing your scenario as a beautiful professional standard pdf that you'll be proud to put on sale you can even help people hear about it by getting us to play it here on the podcast like we're doing right now you can find more info on our website just look for the publishing section so let's get into it how are you all playing and who are you today how I'm still playing Jeremy McDermott, uh, Boy Scout extraordinaire, and I've remembered that I left his bow and arrow and longsword back in his bedroom, and <laughs> I am absolutely not getting into spooky, scary combat situations without a longsword in my hand, so I would like to retcon and go pick him up. Nice. Phaedra? I am uh, still playing uh, Loretta McCann, a uh, badass uh, laborer who is still feeling quite hurt uh, by her ex-boss yelling at her, so she's uh, having to work through that. Mm. Jason? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm still playing Jason Boyd, the fairly easygoing male nurse with quite a lot of inner baggage, um, who's uh, been uh, told a load of weird stuff about a strange French book, and apparently that's going to prove a load of stuff wrong. Uh, but we'll see what happens in that regard. Fantastic. And Noxicals. Uh, I am playing the uh, sexiest architect in Loveland, the wonderful Daisy Silverstone, and uh, I am looking forward to going down into a creepy basement and not at all having everything go wrong. Fantastic. Thank you. Jason, tell us what happened last time. The party reunited once again, arrive at Leon's house to find out more about what could have happened last night. Daisy is invited in with much enthusiasm by Leon's mother Deborah, and is offered the luxuries of finger sandwiches and reclining chairs, while the others follow in tow. Jason deduces that Deborah, having passed out on the couch last night thanks to a bottle of wine, has no idea that her son and his friend didn't enjoy a perfectly uneventful sleepover. So he proceeds to tell her, 
about the death of Jackson. The atmosphere shifts dramatically, and Deborah is left distraught at the news. There is also no sign of her husband Terry, whom she explains has been indisposed. Deborah leaves Daisy and Jason to head upstairs to talk to her son. They manage to coax some information out of Leon, in that he and Jackson did indeed go to Sir Harry's castle to visit. Leon is convinced that Sir Harry keeps the demons away, but he's getting sick and can't keep it up for long. Both boys stole a book in Sir Harry's basement before escaping. The pair examined the book and made their way to the Juliet construction site to find evidence of the demons below town. They removed the covering from the tunnels and were accosted by a frogman. Leon is happy for the party to take the book, a rather ancient-looking tome called Livre Divant, in order to prove his dad was not responsible for the Juliet construction site disappearance. Meanwhile, Jeremy and Loretta realize that by indisposed, Deborah means Terry has been drinking heavily and confining himself to the shed. Loretta manages to slip out to try and have a word with him, but tensions are high, as this is the first time the two have seen each other since their six co-workers disappeared three years ago. Loretta tries her best to open up to her ex-boss, but Terry aggressively drives her away before reappearing later at the kitchen window. Deborah, wanting to keep Leon protected, locks the door and heads over to Tiana's house to make sure she's okay. The party make themselves scarce from the scene and decide their next lead is the Juliet construction site. Is there any chance we could uh, take a little detour to, to uh, Jeremy's house, pick up that longsword? He's like in the back seat of the car, just like gently thumping on the back of the driver's seat, like, please, come on. I want to get my longsword. I never get to use it. <laughs> Entirely up to Loretta, I think. Oh, not Loretta. Um, Daisy. Daisy, come on. Um, uh, sure. Yay. <laughs> Um, but just to just to be clear, you, you're not going to get this sword out in the car, right? <laughs> um, Jeremy explains that he has several certificates for sword safety and discipline, <laughs> and that he's going to grab those two. He knows exactly they're laminated; they're in a folder. Don't you worry; it's going to be he'll just be one second, and he will grab his sword and the certificates and also the bow and arrow. Okay, so when you get nice. the stuff, I'm going to make you put it in the boot. I'm not going to let you bring it into the main part of the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he only protests a little bit, but he does show you the certificates. He's got a point, it'll damage the leather if it gets out of hand. <laughs> okay, yeah, you arrive at the Juliet construction site. It's untouched after many years, there's still concrete and rebar pylons rising into the sky, and the entire site is blocked by a chain-link fence that is covered by a canvas, uh, so you can't see within currently. And if you do remember from last session, there is a bicycle leaning up close by to the locked gate entrance. What sort of size bicycle? Are we talking a child's bicycle or a grown-up's bicycle? It's like a teen's bike. It's got cool designs on it. Okay. Does it say property of Jackson Hubbard on it anywhere? Yeah, let's say that he's uh, scrawled Jackson on the frame. Because he's really cool, the S is like backwards, or it's a Z. It's one of those uh, interesting S's. From the 90s. Like one yeah. of those Superman ones that everybody throws. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very nice. Does it look intact, or is it a little damaged in places? 
How are its internal organs? The <laughs> <laughs> bike has been hoovered out. <laughs> it has uh, all of its intestines. Um, the bike looks in relatively good condition. I mean, what you'd expect from a 14-year-old boy who you know, regularly rides their bike around, so it's got scuffs and whatnot, but it isn't damaged in any way. Well, he was definitely here by the looks of it. Should we start looking around for a camera? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, it's just where to start with this place. But you, you, you know this place better than any of us, Loretta. Maybe you should take the lead. That's a really good point. Uh, I do know this place pretty well. Let's go that way, she says, and points to the right direction. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the right direction is through the gate, but the gate is locked. Looking around, can we see an obvious point like where they might have, um, I don't know, lifted part of the fence away to crawl underneath or something? Can we see how these boys managed yeah. to get through? Uh, there's no barbed wire over the top, so it would be relatively easy to climb over. Oh, then Jeremy is up it like a squirrel with uh, his longsword and bow and arrow slung on his back, uh, his backpack. Fantastic. Can you let us in from the other side? Are we talking like a chain and padlock deal, or is it literally just a sliding bar that I can undo from within? Uh, a chain and padlock, yes. Okay, mm. okay. okay. Uh, am I able to just get over, yeah. or do I need to roll jump or something? Climb even? No, it's relatively easy. Uh, you being quite spry, I will allow this. Uh, I think everyone can get over with little uh, difficulty. I imagine Daisy will make a great big fuss of it. And, uh, you know, but yeah, we'll climb over. She's average deck. She should be capable of doing it. Immediately ahead of you, you can see the construction site. There's the large excavator down in a uh, pit that drops down about three metres. Immediately to your right, you can see a shipping container that has a uh, window and a door in the side of it. Loretta, you immediately recognise this as the site office where... Terry would have spent most of his time while you were down operating uh, the equipment and whatnot. And across the other side of the construction site, uh, where you know that tunnel was dug into Loretta, there is just rubble. It looked like perhaps this was caved in by the earthquake this morning. Yeah, there's just a complete pile of rubble that seems to have fallen down over top of that. Hmm. That, uh, that rubble didn't, didn't used to be there. It must have fallen from the earthquake. Do you think the camera could be in there? Well, I mean, I guess what's the route that the boys would have taken, and that's what we should follow, uh, I suppose. Try and retrace their steps. Is the ground quite muddy? Could we... Maybe spot some footprints or at least depressions in the ground. Give me a spot hidden roll. Well, I'll try, but it's hardly over base. No, that is a fail. Okay. I haven't got my glasses with me. Uh, you'd have to probably get down there and give it a better look over. But there does appear to be a little bit of water down there. It's a bit moist. Um, you can see, however, um, Leon had told you that Jackson slid down a pipe uh, across the other side of the uh, construction site leading towards the Little Miami River is a drainage pipe. And Jeremy, 
you have already looked up that pipe and you know it's <laughs> it's uh, uh, circumference and all of that. Hell yeah, I do. I pull out the notebook with all my notes and I explain eagerly that I, I can point exactly to the point on the map where this pipe leads out into the river. So, is it is it big enough that a, a child could have gotten through it? Uh, yeah, probably. So, I mean, looking looking at this place, the boys probably went down the ladder, walked towards the walked towards the tunnel, and I I guess that. Jackson probably ran to the pipe, right? It seems like it. So if there's a camera somewhere, it's it's going to be either on the route there or on the route to the pipe. Did they did they tell you if if they entered the construction site? Because there's a chance the cave-in happened after they left and they did go inside. Yeah, I can't remember. Did did Leon say that they actually went into the tunnel, or did they say that basically stuff came out as soon as they pulled off the wood? Yeah, they said that stuff came out. Okay. So they didn't ever enter the tunnel itself. I mean, unless he threw the camera at whatever it was that came out of the tunnel, it should be somewhere. We should start looking, then. Is there going to be anything in the side office that's worth checking out? You never know. Uh, I can uh, try and get in there. I mean, would... Would Mr. Woodley have left any notes about what happened? I can't imagine he would, but it's worth a check. It's not like he's gonna speak to us uh, in his uh, his condition. Yeah. I'm gonna go and check if it's open. Okay. It is currently locked. But the as you turn the handle, the handle itself is pretty flimsy. Um, it's obviously old, and these these sort of shipping container side offices never really that secure anywhere can i try a locksmith absolutely yeah yay someone has locksmith is that an like easier than normal because it's flimsy or is it a normal difficulty locksmith uh i'll give you just a normal difficulty locksmith all right let's see what happens no i failed okay uh you attempt to jimmy the lock open uh but whatever implement you're using snaps off in the keyhole. Loretta gets impatient and just pulls the door open. Okay, yeah. Give me a strength roll. Let's see. God damn it. <laughs> I rolled an 81 and then an 83. Wow. She's, uh, she's had a rough day. She's not, she's not quite feeling herself to her normal strength. You need more eggs. <laughs> <laughs> or she's had too many eggs. Oh, <laughs> perhaps. No, trust me, it's not the eggs. It's never <laughs> the eggs. She uh, pulls the door as hard as she can and seeing that it doesn't open, she turns back to everyone else and shrugs. Can you do anything with that sword, Jeremy? Maybe Jeremy can go in through a window or something. Is there a bit of glass pane on the door itself that we could maybe smash or get open? Uh, there's a window to the side of it, which um, is glass, yes, so you could smash and get in if you desire. Should we be... Mm. I, uh, I I don't know if I'm comfortable uh, <clears throat> committing a property damage. Just well, a window, Jeremy. I did bring my sword, though. <laughs> let, me, a little bit. let me put it this way, because I know at least a few of you are very big scalp morals, but a window pane can be replaced, but Jackson's life can be replaced. And we're trying to find out what happened to him. So, in terms of priority, 
I'm very much thinking a window isn't particularly important if it gets broken. Well, when you put it like that, for justice! And then Jeremy... (laughs) (laughs) I guess more, he'd probably use the handle to like carefully knock in... um, Yeah, knock in the window. With a fantastic catchphrase like that, I'm not even going to have you roll. You (laughs) (laughs) smash smash the window uh, fairly easily. Creates a little bit of noise, but most of it settles as the glass falls down onto the floor and you can see inside the side office. It's mostly uninteresting. There's a hook with some keys, a lot of high-vis vests hung up on some hooks as well. A small table that has a couple of coffee cups on it that are old and moldy at this point. Looks like they weren't cleaned out the last time they were drunk at all. Nice. And over in the corner is a safe. There's a safe in here, you guys. No no papers or folders or anything like that? Uh, nothing out in the open, no. Is this a glass panel on the door? Did we say that's been broken or an adjacent window? Is this like a climb adjacent through window. or a reach an arm through, climb through scenario? A climb through, yeah. Okay, then I'll carefully knock out all the little bits of glass along the bottom so that we don't, you know, slice ourselves right in the crotch as we step on through. Would Uh, I know what is normally kept in that safe? No. This is where private documents, uh, things that Terry would deal with, would be kept. He was the only one who ever really went in and out of it. Okay. Guess there'd be no way of coaxing out the combination from him. Seems very unlikely. Now, it's, it's not terribly uncommon for people to uh, sometimes make notes of, I want to say computer passwords, but we're before that, so I guess, yeah. Oh, you mean like on the back of a picture or something? Yeah, maybe, you know, as like an aid memoir if they forget and can't get into the safe. Boy, that'd be embarrassing. I'm just going to have a look under this desk here, and Jeremy's going to start crawling around and just looking for random numbers etched into things. <laughs> Unfortunately, as you crawl under there, the only thing you see is some dried gum, which is stuck to the underside. This might be a clue, guys. Are there any, are there any visual things like uh, a family photo or a poster or something? Yeah, there'd be a, uh, a photo of Leon, Deborah, and Terry all together posed and smiling, looking very happy, remarkably different to what you just encountered. I'll see if I can take the back of the frame off and see if there's anything written on the back of the photo. We're in full escape room mode. Smart. Yeah, let's just map everything. I mean, I'm a nurse. I I sort of dissect people. So I can dissect a a picture. Well, that's the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's because it's... Yeah, exactly. Just in case, should we check that the door isn't just open? To the safe as well. (laughs) Is it just like, uh, guys? (laughs) Uh, the door to the safe is unfortunately very locked Um, (laughs) Jason do give me this isn't written into the snow but I do like it so give me a luck roll at hard difficulty oh okay (laughs) my second guess is it's all gonna be it's gonna be like six numbers of their years of birth something like that instead but uh, yeah okay Mm. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, oh, oh, crap, I can't spend luck on luck, can I? I'm too away from a hard. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, there is nothing on the back of the portrait. Alas. So close. 
Ah. Oh, can I lock with this? You certainly can. At I think hard I difficulty. gave great ideas there. Nice. Okay, yeah. I need to roll a 20 or lower. I can do this. Come on, bring it on. From the cartoons, I know that you just put your ear up against it and twiddle, and then you're good. I failed, but I will push it. You're going to push okay. it? Okay. Why oh. not? Okay. How, are you, how are you pushing it? Yeah, do, t do tell me how you're pushing it. <laughs> okay. I am going to... Uh, I'm, I'm torn between... Turn like... the numbers harder. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm risking repetitive screen injury. <laughs> um, I could go... I could ask Jason to grab me a stethoscope. <laughs> oh, very fun. From the hospital? <laughs> Well, um, yeah, it depends if I have one on me, I guess. I, I suppose yeah, I on you. if if I have <laughs> like a carry the <laughs> if I have like a medicine bag in the car, which I guess given <laughs> given there's been an earthquake, yeah, you you go out to people's houses, yeah, and I do that as well. So yeah, I guess I would have a stethoscope. Why not, Pedro? You can have a bonus die on that push. Oh, thank you, oh. gracious keeper. That's not very risky, so I'm not sure what would happen. Like, would I pierce an eardrum or something? You choke yourself on the table. <laughs> you like, swallow it and uh, <laughs> choke to death on a stethoscope. That's a nod, my friends. Not with that attitude. Wow. Yeah. I rolled a 45 and a 35, and I need a 20. Oh. So. Time to make up some consequences, Keeper. What yep. happens? Consequences. Uh, yeah. Damn, come on, all I wanted was a pass, is that so much to ask? As you're turning the tumblers, listening closer to every single click, you <laughs> you turn too hard and the tumbler gets stuck. Oh. And you try to turn the wheel, but the wheel just will not budge anymore. She, uh, Loretta gets unreasonably angry at machinery not cooperating with her she will um spin out in anger uh, grab jeremy's sword and smash it right into the safe <laughs> no you're damaged it is that really okay. necessary uh... i don't like it when things don't work as they should you don't have a safety certification give that back <laughs> I'm more concerned about the sword getting blunted. You and me both. Does Loretta give it back or does Jeremy have to like... No. She, is she holding him back with one hand? She just get, uh, it gets brief anger bursts. She gives it back and does <laughs> some breathing. Well, Jeremy is distraught and he will inspect the blade carefully. Are we, are, like, are, we, are we talking notches? What's the blunting situation? The tip looks like it's been rounded over a little bit, but not... I mean, considering this is, you know, a very prized possession, that is... No, that's horrible damage, but... That's terrible! Sir Harry Andrews gave me the sword! Loretta! This is precious to me! I'm sorry. The more I think about it, the more I think it could be quite a useful crowbar. <laughs> Jeremy holds it behind his back and shakes his head vigorously. Alright, alright, I'm joking, I'm joking. And you see in the corner, leaning against the wall, a real crowbar. <laughs> really? <laughs> what, really? Brayden makes curious notes about edits to make to the scenario. <laughs> Players are stupid. Add crowbar here. 
Leon did say that he used the crowbar to Jimmy open the panel of the eight. Ah, dang it. We're just not observant. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we don't have to ruin my sword, guys. Look, there's a crowbar right here. Miss McCann, you can take out some of your anger with this. Okay. <laughs> she, she says and she, like, pretends to be about to hit Jeremy with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, Jason looks quite horrified at that remark, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, uh, sorry, Jason can do what he likes. Uh, Jeremy cowers and holds up his sword in self-defense. He knows how to use it. Don't push him. Loretta gets a, another surge of angry adrenaline and goes for the safe with a crowbar. Okay, so this is going to be an extreme strength roll. Oh, wow. Well, oh. that sounds like something I can pass. Let's see what do we need for an extreme strength roll. I require a... 15. Absolutely not, because uh, <laughs> passing rolls is passe. <laughs> it's so last year. <laughs> so last session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are giving this safe door a heave-ho, and it is just not budging whatsoever. You're beginning to... I, I imagine Loretta's getting rather upset. Jeremy's definitely giving her a wide berth. Loretta does this thing where she goes really silent and still and just stares, but she's not moving. And you can see that her knuckles are white as she's holding the crowbar very tightly. Um, maybe we should leave the safe for the police, honey. You never know. Maybe it's all just unimportant stuff in there after all. It was, ju it was just a... Exactly. It was just a... It was a Hail Mary pass. Let's, um, let's calm yeah. down, huh? Yeah, it's, it's probably just payroll documents. Probably. And don't tell me to calm down. She lets the crowbar drop on the ground with a clang. And then walks out of the office fantasizing of uh, getting on some heavy machinery and bringing it all down. Funnily enough, Loretta, as you're thinking about that as you're walking, you see hanging on one of the hooks the keys to the excavator that you used to work on fairly regularly. Oh, snap. She uh, takes a couple of breaths and says, maybe, maybe, in her head. Can we steal the excavator and just go like Grand Theft Auto 5 on this? <laughs> That's a very tempting idea. We can get right to the bottom of this, literally. Just drive through, drive through Loveland, smashing everything up. <laughs> What's this? You got problems in the castle basement? All right, <laughs> get right in there. So we're Frogzilla, basically. <laughs> <laughs> is there any tunnel to this basement? There is now. Dig, dig, dig. <laughs> she will uh, go outside and wait for the others while taking various deep breaths and thinking about her motorcycle and whatever else calms her down. Nice. When she leaves the room, I imagine the, th the three of us left will do some sort of looking at each other like huh yeah okay she was very determined part of me wants to find some acid in in the surgery and maybe use it on the safe but this is a very <laughs> sturdy safe uh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna drug her to chill her out <laughs> part of me wants to find some shrooms until <laughs> already jason would never take advantage of you in such a way unless you wanted her to <laughs> <laughs> Alright, save that for later on in the session. Or shadowing. 
I imagine taking hallucinogenics just before going into tunnels full of potential monsters is a terrible plan. <laughs> or maybe the monsters turn into really friendly creatures and actually it's okay. <laughs> yeah, worst plan or best plan? <laughs> yeah. Like a double or nothing approach to sanity loss. <laughs> Um, do we want to attempt, like, a, do we want to group up the rest of us that are left in here and, and give the crowbar one final go, like combined strength, or should we just abandon office at this point? You can count it as a push roll, because if you, if you, <laughs> actually, no, oh. that's the opposite. If you pass, Loretta will be double angry at you. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we should probably um, leave this for the police now, honey. All right. Let's, uh, let's go check the, uh, look for that camera. Uh, we should adopt a, a grid search pattern. It's the most efficient way to cover uh, ground. Uh, I, I have some flashlights. Yeah, let's all... Uh, I'll, I'll draw us a diagram. Uh, or we could just climb down the ladder and, and sort of walk the same way the boys would have done. Yeah, retrace their steps. I guess... We're, all right, but if we if we don't find anything on the first pass, I'm I'm drawing that diagram. That sounds great. Draw away. Jeremy will. <laughs> Follows through with his projects. As you step down the ladder, we'll have a run roll. What hidden rolls? Spot hidden. Hard success. Ooh. <laughs> I also have a hard success. It's oh the my. grid pattern, I'm telling you. <laughs> exactly, I'm following that diagram. <laughs> New. Like I said, I haven't got my glasses with me, so no. Okay. Uh, Jeremy and Daisy, as you are following the grid pattern, looking around, you do find evidence of, like, footprints, and you also find strange three-toed, black, acrid-smelling, almost dried oil footprints on the ground as well. This looks like the, uh... Hey, look, look, gang. That that sticky black stuff that was on poor Jackson's uh, knuckles and such. Look. These don't look like knuckle prints to me. How big uh, are the feet of these three-toed things? The print would probably be around a foot or 30 centimetres. So it's a fairly reasonable hand-sized footprint. Yeah. Those, um, those are interesting. Can we roll a natural world to see what they look like? Absolutely. Jeremy is definitely scouring his knowledge for any local fauna that might match this. Ah, the lesser spotted oily bird. <laughs> it could be some kind of oh, Now I pass this test when I don't care. <laughs> Always the way. Oh, that's good, because Jeremy failed, so... That's a normal pass. Yeah, that is definitely the print of an amphibian. Frogman. What? No, I, I think it's a wading bird. It can't be a bird, it's definitely an amphibian. Trust me, I know, I know nature. They're not normally that big though, right? Oh, that's no. huge. Frogs are never that big. I, I don't think we're dealing with something small and harmless here. No, neither do I. None of us have a camera or anything, do we? No, we mm -hmm. didn't find that. But the two of you also noticed something strange. Scrawled on those pylons, the concrete pylons, and around the exterior wall, occasionally there are small symbols depicting 
something that looks vaguely like a frog bat. What does it look like it's scrawled in? More of this black acrid stuff or chalk or what? <laughs> Legit forgot I'd drawn this. Here I am asking what it's made of when I literally illustrated it. <laughs> Three eyes. Oh. When you say it, I mean, when you say we see it on the pylons and on the walls, is it like, you know, a half dozen or is it like hundreds? Hundreds. <gasps> oh. Oh my. Voila. I really wish we had a camera. These feet are well, familiar. They do look a little bit like like lily pads. That's uh, an adorable description of this hideous, cre- hideous creature. Well, I'm looking at the legs. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the legs rather than everything else about it, which obviously is a lot more horrible. It's a coping mechanism. Not quite amphibian, not quite a bird. Uh, I've come to find out that frogs have four toes. <laughs> they do, yes. Uh, they have four toes. <laughs> Let's change that around. A four-toed <laughs> imprint on the ground. Wait, guys, we were looking at this wrong. Heads Just up recounted. to listeners, uh, it hasn't been published yet, so don't worry. It will be correct. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. <laughs> we're still putting the final tweaks on. So, in the carvings, is it also four toes, or is it three of them? <laughs> four. <laughs> All right. Actually, it will twelve be, toes. <laughs> Seventeen. Last. <laughs> last call. Twenty-nine million. <laughs> okay. Do we do we think these are self-portraits? Well, they they look almost like some sort of uh, ancient carving that very stylized i mean uh, this creature doesn't have hands so i doubt it's a self-portrait that's exactly that's just the face though isn't it i don't know it looks like the whole body does it this is like a stylized like totem symbol or something yeah yeah how old do they look is there like moss grown over them and such or could they be very recent no looking at them they look like they've been smeared in mud, um, just sort of carved in with sticks into the walls. They don't look like they're like particularly old at all. No. And Loretta, you definitely don't remember these being here when you were working here three years ago. I've never seen these before. They must be very recent. Do you think whatever came out of whatever came out of the construction site did this? Wait. Are we talking about this being done by real frogmen? I mean... Well, my thought, since they're very recent, is that maybe somebody, say Sir Harry, drew them in here to warn people to stay away. Or or maybe this was just a prank by uh, Jackson and Leon. I mean, they were trying to convince people that that Terry Woodley was innocent. I mean, who knows what they got it in their heads to do. We saw that note about monsters under the town and such like. Well, this, is, this is exactly the sort of thing a kid might think of. Maybe, but I don't know if they would have had time. There's so many of these carvings, thousands. I don't know if they'd have time before they had to scurry down the pipe or what have you. Oh, that's true. No kid has this kind of stamina. <laughs> they don't have the attention span. They do not. <laughs> Trust me, With I will. They're Game Boys and their iPads. 
<laughs> Alright, Jackson, we only have another 500,000 little frog <laughs> things to draw. Come on. <laughs> Dedication. I don't like this very much. I don't like it either, but we still don't have that camera. I guess we gotta press on. The camera is the only proof we can have. I guess you uh, should keep looking around. Okay. <laughs> uh, you find that the footprints, one set of footprints leads to the tunnel. And there's some disturbance in the moss and sort of mud that has settled at the bottom of the drainage pipe. Um, that gives you indication that Jackson may have indeed slid down there. I guess we are... Wait, are we able to walk or is this like a slide like into the chamber of secrets type scenario it, it's a it's a crawl mm. but he, okay. he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been able to have had his organs sucked out and then just slid the body slid down the pipes sort of thing he would have had to have been killed on the other end of the tunnel mm. yeah there's enough friction to yeah suggest that he wouldn't have been able yeah he would have had to crawl down there himself and it does look so given the sort of marks through the sediment like he's been making his way through here on his own accord so you can also crawl back up if you want to yes well jeremy uh, opens his pack and hands out a couple of um minor hat you know what i mean like the light you can wear on your forehead <laughs> you look like a dog but at least the light is like going forwards you know to hold it like sort of just like a strap with a torch on it that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know if they had those in the seventies. Headlamp. Yeah, a headlamp. Thank you. Exactly. Be prepared. That's my motto. They sure do, and they're super dorky looking. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, we're not we're not crawling down there, are we? You can see the other end. Uh, you can you can actually see the river, Jeremy. Oh, okay. Well, I, we already explored the other end of this pipe. I even, you know, came up a couple of meters. I've been looking for, I don't know, strange vacuum and inlets and, and whatnot this whole time. There's nothing in here, but we should check. The camera could be. Well, are we confident that the camera isn't here in the construction site yet? I mean, we haven't seen it, but we could look a little closer to the, to the fallen rubble. Well, let's not leave ourselves a, a blind spot. Uh, uh, Miss McCann and I already checked the riverbank. I've already seen the other end of this pipe. Let's just check the length of the pipe and then we can double back and check the site more thoroughly. I think you got this one, Jeremy. Scout loot. And uh, you yeah. will... We'll keep looking around the construction site. Uh, you go ahead and search in the pipe. <laughs> A big gulp. Uh, you see his Adam's apple, Bob, because uh, he does not want to be left alone crawling around this pipe. Fish. But also, yeah, uh, but also he's he's very brave and righteous and is not going to tell anybody that he's scared. But he does look very hesitant and gets down on his hands and knees very slowly in case anyone is going to say, I'll stay here and keep watch. <laughs> But nobody does, so he crawls <laughs> off to his death. <laughs> that was the last time anyone ever saw Jeremy alive. <laughs> now, Jeremy, do roll me another spot hidden. All right. 80. Nope. <laughs> you see a little turd wanna? bobbing down the pipe. <laughs> I would like to... I'd like Is to it chocolate? Oh, someone's falling in the river. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to push that by... Um, gosh. 
How would he? So he's on his hands and knees, crawling through. Is there like sludge and such? Yeah, there is. Okay, how sloped is this pipe? Is it like a nice easy crawl or is he having to keep himself from sliding? Uh, 25 degrees. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's a little bit of slide, but not that much. Hmm. Can I push it by just like crawling a bit more recklessly because he's like contorting himself and trying to not just scan the ground ahead of him, but for some reason he's like checking the ceiling or like he looks over his shoulder because he thinks he may have failed in his, his, uh, He's careful uh, side sweeping and left a blind spot. And uh, yeah, he's like twisting himself around. He's liable to to do a little slip and slide if he's not careful. Go for it. I love it. Just corkscrewing around the pipe. <laughs> oh god, I missed it by two points, so I'm spending that luck. You can't. You can't look push it. No. no. Ah, alright. Alright. Time to enter the Chamber of Secrets. Awkward. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so if anyone is watching, you are crawling recklessly, your hands and knees going into the sediment on the bottom. As you are <laughs> searching frantically for this camera, your back leg slips out and your front hand hits a patch of moss, making you do a barrel roll landing right on your back and you begin plummeting rapidly down this drainage pipe. And you go shooting out into the Little Miami River. My sword is going to be all scratched to shit. Yeah. Well, most definitely. So you land in the river. You are drawn down by the, the flow of the river. Ah, help! Under the water. You are drawn towards the bottom and you do see a glint of something below you. But you also see a dark shadow. I point my headlamp at it. If it's still working, I'm underwater. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's working. It's it's moving around you. What is your right. size exactly? <laughs> Let's find uh -oh. out. Uh, my size is 45. I'm a slender boy. Oh no. You're about to meet a slender man. But I am wearing a big backpack with a sword attached to it. Do we get a response to his screaming? You all would have heard him, but you probably would have uh, seen him f if you looked down the pipe, <laughs> plummeting at breakneck speed and shooting out into the river. Oh, shit. Loretta's going to say, damn it, little man, <laughs> grab her shotgun and then kind of like rush after him. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, this is, ah, oh. goddamn. Are, are we all climbing down this pipe now? Uh, Loretta's going to try and slide down as fast as she can. <laughs> in a very badass way, while also holding a shotgun. <laughs> and slathering herself in steak sauce. First rule of <laughs> drowning, you never go in after somebody else. <laughs> well, uh, I break rules. I don't make them. <laughs> Loretta's, of course, saying this as she's sliding down the pipe. I eat drowning for breakfast. Give me just a general dexterity roll, please, Loretta. And have a bonus die, because that's really cool. Super bad at dexterity. That's oh, like no. the worst. Seriously? Yeah. But I have a bonus die, and I am known for passing skill rolls today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Both my dice came out as a 10. Oh, that is yeah. A, that is 
Almost an extreme success. That is a hard success. Wow. Fantastic. Nice. Yeah. It's time. my time to shine. <laughs> save this little boy. This is just so wonderful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy, let's... Oh, Daisy and Jason, what are you doing? Um, I think Jason's going to stick to his very much, like, do not go into the water after somebody else because that's going to make it worse. So he's going to try and find either a rope or a chain. There must be something like that around here. It's a construction site. Um, hopefully long enough that he can just throw it down the pipe so people can grab onto it or climb back up. Okay. Uh, roll me a luck roll. Oh, how did I know you're going to say luck? Okay. Come on, 56. Yes, I passed by four. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. There is a handy uh, length of chain nearby. Okay, I start gathering that and wrapping it around and etc. <laughs> Daisy will wring her hands a lot and vaguely help Jason because she's yes. not climbing down that pipe unless Jason also climbs down that pipe because she doesn't want to be left alone yeah. in the creepy frog place. No, I wasn't planning to climb down it specifically, unless I really, really have to. <laughs> so she'll 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 very badly help with her strength of forty and her general demeanor of panic. <laughs> Come on, honey, you can do it. Oh, this this is a big chain. Uh, yes, it is, but people can grab onto it. Uh, we've already been swept down the river. But I say we, uh, me and Mr. Dark Shape here. I'm not sure what you guys are going to achieve with this chain. In fact, like, I appreciate the thought. You might get lucky. It might be like a shape of water sexy fish, man. That is the hope. Yeah, that's the scene I want to roleplay. You're up for it, right, Brayden? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Stars Arise After Dark. <laughs> for patrons only. Jeremy, you do see that your headlamp catches something on the bottom of the river. M what is it? Does it look like a camera? It most certainly does. <gasps> Can I make a grab at it? Is this before I see the ominous black shape swimming around me? Uh, let's say it's about the same, at the same time. Okay, and I'm being swept along by the current, right? Yeah. Would you like to roll me a dexterity roll? I would. Roll? Let's, let's see if I can grab it real quick. Um, like, there's no way my swim is higher than my dex, is it? Never. My swim is actually 40, but my dex is 75, so, hmm, difficult choice. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a 94, so tell you what. No! Uh, I'm just gonna push that real quick. No, I'm good. You know what? The camera can stay. Probably ruined anyway. Uh, I, I would like to shine my headlamp up at the dark shape instead. Okay. At that moment, as you try to reach down, you can see coming into your vision an immense frog-like creature swimming directly for you. I scream, but it's just bubbles. It moves and shifts and there's this oily substance drifting off of it. On its back, it it looks very hairy, perhaps? I think I'll have you roll a uh, sanity roll first. That makes sense. Yeah, that seems flat. Oh, uh, well, I passed a sanity roll, at least. That's great. Okay, fantastic. Very good. Do I lose any? You only lose one. Oh, that's lucky. I'm just like, yep, this is expected. Makes sense. <laughs> that is your luck. Oh yeah, whoops. Oh, I'm way saner than I thought. Jeremy's fine. This yes. thing is about your size, Jeremy. 
I'm very, very unhappy about it. Um, lots of screaming and thrashing, bubbles, uh, and God. Okay, so I have a huge backpack on with my bow and arrow and my sword like kind of tucked into it. I assume he's got like special holsters sewn on there. I don't know. I would love to attempt to shrug out of the backpack and like pull my sword loose and then let the backpack drift off so that I've got a bit more flexibility to move and start trying to, you know, kick my way the hell away from this thing and up to the surface. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll definitely say that you are easily able to do that, given your dexterity. And swimming isn't something that you aren't familiar with. Uh, you kick off your backpack, draw your sword from its scabbard, and begin swimming up to the surface. It, it's not quite on you yet, but you could probably try and swing out at it or poke at it with your sword if you desire. Uh... I think escape is my top priority because um, swinging a sword in water is not great. Uh, I guess I could poke it, but if it's not quite on top of me yet, yeah, I'm going to prioritize. Um, I have no idea how you hold a long sword for maximum swimming efficiency, uh, but whatever <laughs> it is, I do that and, <laughs> and just try and kick my way, you know, towards a bank. Give me a swim roll. Alrighty. Ah, 58. A delicious fail. Would you like to push the roll somehow? By dropping your sword, perhaps? Or would you like to spend 18 points of luck? God. Drop the mm. sword, and then there'll be a frogman with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> like, on the one hand, dropping my sword in panic and swimming harder does make sense. But on the other hand, I've already let go of my bow and arrow. I want to keep my sword, damn it. Um... Yeah, this seems like a good time to just spend a bunch load of luck and no. leave myself with 12 luck. 12? Yeah, I don't want to do that, honestly. I think I'm just going to... No, I, th I think I'm just going to suck it up. I'll have to fight it when it gets to me. Okay. Goody. I hope you guys are having fun with the chain, because things are going great in the river. Don't worry about me. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm... we don't really know that you're fully in the river yet. <laughs> So we're trying to help, but... It's true, you just heard me scream. You're like, ah, oh, a chain will help. Exactly, yeah. I think they saw you fall in the river as well. Oh, can they you see the... Seen the splash. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they again. can see the river. Maybe he'll keep you alive because you can use your sword to shave his hairy back. <laughs> Maybe that's all he needs is like a hand. He saw I have a blade. He's like, ah, oh, excellent. <laughs> I will pay this man with fish and be my barber. <laughs> <laughs> You're my frog wife now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This thing swims towards you, Jeremy, rapidly, and its mouth begins to open, and no. it is coming straight for your head. Oh. No. Uh, you can roll a fight back or a dodge roll if you care to. Oh, good God. Well, I've got better odds dodging. Uh, Hard so success here happen. for a latching onto your head. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I very much failed my dodge, so okay. it's been nice knowing you all. No. Uh, your boy here is just going to wave bye-bye to his kidneys. <laughs> yeah, this thing's mouth distends and opens, then just latches around your neck over the top of your head. Oh, At least buy me dinner. You feel so. this immense suction beginning to form on the inside of its head. I will have you roll a luck roll. Oh, God. Not a luck roll. Unless you don't spend this yes. luck. That's true. No, that's an 88. Um, no! The gods want Jeremy dead. Oh. <laughs> no. The gods want you in Valhalla where you belong. That's right. I was 
Aria's death. Roll a d8 for me. Mm. Oh. That's how many of your organs you lose. Organ <laughs> loss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's seven. So oh. you know we're doing great. Oh, oh no! As this thing has latched around you, there is a faint light coming from within, and what you're looking at isn't innards of a creature. You're looking into almost a cavern or something. Hang so is this mysterious light my my headlamp like glinting off its uvula? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very no there there is just stone onward and in the distance you can see shifting and moving this black mass of protoplasmic flesh and ooze. I uh throw up a bit into my mouth, which is inside the frog's mouth, so we, we share a moment. Uh, I will, uh, I'll have you roll another Sandy roll. Yeah, that seems fair. And as you throw up, the vomit travels directly horizontal and falls horizontally away from you. Oh, so so the gravity's messed up as well. It's like I've, like I've poked my head through a portal, like in the side of a cave. Yeah. Okay, um, well, that's messing with my head um, and also Jeremy's because that was an 82, so no. sanity fail. Roll a d10. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, that d10. seems reasonable. Uh, that's a six. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you lose six points of sanity. Uh, do give me a an intelligence roll yep. and do fail. Uh, I hope to. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's a 96. Oh, fantastic. <sighs> you are not sure what exactly you were looking at. I'm not sure how you would, uh, how you'd play this off in your head. Um, I mean, I assume I'm just like concussed or something. Like this thing's terrible suction is doing something weird to my brain and I'm just hallucinating, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Loretta. You slide out the end of that pipe like a badass, shotgun in hand. You can see dark shapes moving underneath the water. Shapes. Okay. You could roll a spot hidden if you'd like, and let's see if you can determine if you see uh, Jeremy, the sh distinct shapes of Jeremy and this creature. Yes, please. Well, you could just start blasting. Jeremy's feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me roll a spot hidden. Actually, I have no idea about the efficacy of firing a shotgun into water. That's I guess if people 89, do shotgun fishing. So I can't okay. see. <laughs> nice. No. But you also slide and land in the river. How close am I to these shapes? Can I go punch them? Uh, I'll say that as you fall into the river, opening your eyes, you can see up ahead a strange black mass mounted on top of the head of your friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you like my new hat? <laughs> I think that is a fun place to leave it until next week. Can oh. Loretta save Jeremy? Oh, no. Oh, it's getting real. Oh. Is, this, is, this, is this a good time to point out that you need help, Brayden? <laughs> 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 Love it. Please do help. 
Oh my god, what? It's outro time. Frog caves? What is it during Beyond the Madness? Yeah, sorry. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Hal, Phaedra, Jason, and Noxicals. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to all our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com slash stars right. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder and avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsaright.com. Come join us. And just a reminder that if you like the scenario we're playing, it's available for purchase right now. Find it through our website. And if you're working on a homebrew of your own, get in touch. We'd love to help you bring your stories to life. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.